0: Hi everyone, welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church. We're glad you've joined us. My name is John Reynas, at the table with me today is Pastor Ben, Tara, and of course we are glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bible or Bible app to today's passage, which is Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 5. Yes, you heard me right, that well-known book of the Bible, Habakkuk. Did you cough? Yes. (laughs) Habakkuk. So uh, Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 5. And just a reminder of an announcement that our podcast, God's Word with Friends, is available now um, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So that's the plan. Three times a week. So just a reminder. And before we read the passage, let's pray together to get us started. And I'll start us off with prayer. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to look at your word. And we praise you that you are a God- who is the creator of the entire universe, and that all of the events in this world and everything that's happening is under your watchful care and eye. And Lord, we praise you for your wisdom by which you order, guide, and direct the events of this world to ultimately reach your purposes and fulfill your plans. So glory be to your name, and Lord, glorify your name even as we discuss this passage today. In Jesus' name, amen. So Habakkuk, chapter 1, verse 5. Look to the nations and watch and be utterly amazed, for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. Today, we want to let you know that the world is God's workbench. The world is God's workbench. And to get us started uh, with a warm-up question, have you ever traveled to another country? Anybody ever traveled?
1: We had the privilege of going on mission trips to Peru, Bolivia, and Honduras, and they were wonderful. And then you went an extra time
0: to the Dominican Republic. So uh, maybe I shouldn't ask this, but of all those places, which one was? Uh, They're probably all unique in the trip as far as what 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 you did. But as far as like a place to just visit and see what well, gets your top pick out of those?
2: I would say Peru, because we've been there twice. Every
0: time. But uh, uh, the
1: Dominican Republic is a great vacation place. Oh yeah? But uh, prepare to be well warmed while you're down there. was over a hundred degrees. And late. you
2: weren't on vacation, you were teaching. Yeah. I can't stand the Dominican Republic. <laughs> we went to, that. that was one that I've been to, and we went to an all-inclusive resort. And you are right, it is hotter than sin down there. And I got sick from the food and dehydrated all at once. So I spent three days in a Dominican Republic hospital, which when the ants were crawling up the wall in a line in the hospital room, you just greatly appreciate the hospitals we have here in the United States. So uh, I ended
1: up in the hospital in Peru, oh,
2: but and it was pretty good, except city? that I couldn't speak the language, oh, so that fun. was really difficult. <laughs> I luckily had this big doctor, and he—I mean, he, he must have seen tourists like twice a day, because I mean, he just—he was just like, ah, blah 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 blah, señor piper, blah blah blah, and I, I just couldn't understand him, but he knew how to do it. He knew how to do it.
0: I've only been out of the country once, and it was for my honeymoon. We went to Aruba, and it was beautiful. Mm. Wow. I, I say that I've never been out of the country, but that's not technically true. I have been to Canada, but if you live in Michigan, Canada is just like the state to the north and the east. And so even when I was a kid growing up, you could use Canadian coins and all. Mm-hmm. No one cared if it was Canadian or American. It didn't matter back then. You could just interchange them. But, uh, so I don't count Canada as out of the country. And you used to be able to just drive back and forth over the bridge. And, so,
1: and your mission trip, you were supposed to go on, just got canceled.
0: That's right. Yeah. So, yep, so I've never been anywhere else. But, I, but I'm not a big traveler. It makes me nervous to travel. So I uh, traveling doesn't come without anxiety for me. <laughs> but um, the reason I asked that question is because... Uh, when we we travel, we're reminded that the world's a lot bigger place than just South Bend, Indiana. And in this passage, we discover that God works on a world scale. And so, when we talk about the world as God's workbench, that was the only term I could think of to uh, to describe the fact that God is working on a worldwide scale. And He's working not just in our location or even in our country, but He is at work among the nations and in all those places. And so. Uh, this passage is actually, I mean, if we were to delve into it, it's kind of a downer of a passage. Um, when he says, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed, for I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. Of course, then he goes on to tell them. And it's not necessarily good news. He says, I'm raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwelling places not their own. And uh, God is raising up the Babylonians to bring judgment and, uh, upon his people. And so, uh, but what you see is that God is at work uh, in the Babylonians, God is at work in Israel, God is at work on a worldwide scale. And I, that is still true today. And so, the world is God's workbench. And I'm just curious, what do we see going on in the world today? And I, by that I mean not just in the last week, or even necessarily the last few months, but just what are worldwide things you've seen take place Um, maybe even in the last decade, large-scale events. And it doesn't mean that we even know how God is working at them. I think today's passage just reminds us that all of these events are within God's plan. I'm just curious, what have we seen God doing? What's happened in the world? And we can say, God's using that somehow. Any thoughts? I, I
1: have regular communication with a missionary in South Africa. And he... Continually, he's talking about the re- racial reconciliation that's happening in South Africa. He said it's still going on ge- after generation and generation of apartheid. He said there's, um, he says, there's real reconciliation happening, and
0: and that's really the work of God there because normally that wouldn't mm-hmm. take place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, I mean, what's been happening on the opposite end here in America this week with all of the riots, mm-hmm. and. In response to that and I found it interesting they said on the news yesterday that there's been riots and demonstrations in Paris France um, and multiple other large cities across the world all in in response to the same tragic death that happened Mm -hmm. here in America and the response to that and so it's it's grown to encompass other countries Australia had had riots and demonstrations as well um, in the last few days and we see that Habakkuk wasn't um, exempt from this in these first four
1: verses. He says, "How long, O Lord, must I call out for help? But you don't listen, or cry out, or cry out to you violence. But what? But you do not save." He talks about destruction and violence and strife and conflict. And he said, "The wicked hem in the righteous, just as justice is perverted." That's there's some bad things going on there, for, for Habakkuk, and then. God gives in the news and by the way the Babylonians are coming.
2: Yeah. I think it's foolishness to the world to think that God would use somebody or an enemy to punish somebody else. Like so in this especially version, somebody he loves, especially somebody he loves. <laughs> and I was I was reading like um I was listening to a a conversation with some people and the, you know, in the world's eyes, I I don't think they understand just how God uses kings and kingdoms and politics and policies to really shape his plan and his agenda for the world. Um, I I was, they were talking in this person in this interview, and um, I can tell you which interview later, but um, they were talking about like, how silly this, this, this person of faith was, because they were talking about you know, what if God raised up this leader to, to judge this particular group of people or to judge this nation and that kind of stuff in a modern-day sense? And they're like, yeah, you know, just like King Cyrus and King David of the, the Old Testament. And, and as I was listening to that, I was like, King Cyrus and King David are two very different kings, <laughs> and God used for two completely different purposes. And it, it, just, it, it just kind of struck me how quick the world is to dismiss The idea that God uses kings and kingdoms, politicians and politics, to really move in this world. And we don't always know why or how he does it or for what his purpose is. But we know he's the one who holds every ruler in his hand. And they don't have power apart from him. Right. I remember watching in the news, this is
0: probably a decade ago, but it just seemed to me that there was an overwhelming sense in the church um, and especially probably the American church but of a push towards adoption and foster care um, there was a time where several Christian ministries were encouraging churches and families to consider that there was um, there was whole counties here in the United States that were where churches were stepping in to see that every foster child had a home to live in um, and then I started to hear stories on an international level of the same influence and and I've always thought, you know, it's the heart of God to adopt. All of us are told that we are adopted um, as God's children through Jesus Christ. And I just remember thinking, you know, I think God is moving on a worldwide scale on behalf of the orphans of the world uh, to set them in homes. Um, but I just, I think sometimes we look at the world and what we don't realize and we forget sometimes is that we're, we are observing God's workbench. <laughs> Uh, We forget this is where God is at work. And uh, he's at work in all the nations and all the places, raising up some and taking down others and somehow leading it all to his purposes. And I think it takes a lot of humility um, on our part. We don't always know what God's purposes are unless God reveals them like he did here in the book of Habakkuk. We don't necessarily know what God's up to. But what we can be sure of is that God is at work. So any other thoughts? We know
1: that uh, we, we as Americans, of course, think that America is the center of the Christian world, but that's not necessarily true. There's uh, I'm sorry, Ben, but um, there's the church is growing so fast in places like mm. Latin America and yep. Africa and, and, and China and um, and other places in Asia. We know that that um, Muslims are coming to Christ in at in a huge number. Um, because of um, of God's work among among Muslims. And so we have to recognize, even though we see the American church, in fact, declining in uh, attendance in a lot of other areas, um, God's the church that Jesus says, I'll build my church, that church is still growing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm reminded of the song Waymaker. It's real popular right now, but... Um, that part where it says, even when I can't see it, you're moving. Even when I can't feel it, you're moving. never stop. You never stop moving. And that's what this makes me think of. Um, Even when the world just seems like it's going crazy, uh, God's got something going. And, you know, it says, uh, uh, watch and be utterly amazed. And I'm just ready to be utterly amazed because I know that God is moving in big ways even now. Yeah, and so we just want to remind people today, uh, as they watch the news, as they hear all the different reports of things going on, The world is God's workbench. The world is God's workbench. So be in awe of what God is doing. Thanks for listening today. God bless.